0: Hi, everybody. My name is Irvin. I'm John. And I'm Kyle. And this is The Theology
1: Podcast. Today, we're finishing up our series on the characteristics of God and saying, behold, who God is. And the final characteristic that we're looking at of the five is that God is faithful or God is true. The Hebrew word can be translated either way. And we've got an interesting story today that may not immediately lend itself to talking about this characteristic of God. But as we dig deeper, we hope that you'll find that it will be as enriching for you as it has been for us just thinking about this passage. And it comes from the Gospel of Mark, chapter nine, starting in verse 14. This is when Jesus is healing a demon-possessed boy. When they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them and some scribes arguing with them. When the whole crowd saw him, they were immediately overcome with awe and they ran forward to greet him. He asked them, What are you arguing about with them? Someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought you my son. He has a spirit that makes him unable to speak, and whenever it seizes him, it dashes him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. I asked your disciples to cast it out, but they could not do so. He answered them, you faithless generation, how much longer must I be among you? How much longer must I put up with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. When the spirit saw him, immediately it convulsed the boy and he fell on the ground and rolled about foaming at the mouth. Jesus asked the father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood, it has often cast him into the fire and into, into the water to destroy him but if you are able to do anything, have pity on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you're able, all things can be done for the one who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out, I believe, help my unbelief. So as we're looking at this story and we think about God and his character of faithfulness, like what does this story teach us about God and his faithfulness? Well, first of all, there's this part in verse 19 where
2: where Jesus responds and I picture him maybe sighing, hanging his head in frustration saying, you faithless people, how long must I be with you before you get it? Okay, fine, bring this boy to me and I'll, and I'll look at him and see what I can do. And his willingness to be present even in the midst of a people who are slow to understand, that seems to speak of his willingness to stay true to them despite their
1: shortcoming. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that Jesus is encapsulating this characteristic of this faithfulness that we're talking about with the character of God. And it is the idea of God's dependability, like the presence of God is always there. And yet the people keep coming back to Jesus again and again and say, show us a sign, do something for us, prove to us that you're God and that you're with us. And they want to keep seeing that because they don't believe they don't trust that he's still there. Mm. Uh, They think that he's gone away or that God isn't with them anymore. Maybe because of the period of silence that they've experienced for hundreds of years before Jesus was being born. Uh, You know, we're not really sure, like, and part of it is just human nature. And I think that speaks Mm. to us as humanity. And we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Mm. But yeah, the fact that Jesus is here and he's saying, you're faithless for Not believing that this is possible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it just reminds
0: me of the Apostle Paul and what he says that when we were faithless, he was faithful before Mm -hmm. us, right? And just looking at this passage, that also makes me wonder, in what ways were the Israelites faithless? I used to read this a lot like they were, you know, serving other gods or they they were going the opposite way from the way of Yahweh, the way of Jesus. But if we look at it a little more, it's almost as if they were trying to follow the way of Jesus, but they had all these other things—the cares and concerns of the world—going back to the parable of the sower image, and that's why they were faithless because they were undependable. You know, they—they yeah. they had one foot in this camp and one other foot in another camp.
1: Yeah. In Mm. some ways they're kind of hedging their bets. Mm, Yeah. And I think that that's a good point for us to talk about because when we define this word faithful, what does that actually mean? And I don't think it just means, well, whether I believe or not, I don't believe because that's not who God is. God always believes in his creation because he created them. He knows what we're capable of. Uh, And so it's more than just that. And in fact, the Hebrew word emet, it can also be translated as true. And so there's an element of this of like, this is like scientific fact. Like it's been tested and found to be true and it's a law and it's never changing. And that's kind of how we describe God in this instance in Exodus 34. And that's what's being reflected in this story is that God has not changed. God is who he says he is from the beginning. He's just embodied in the form of Jesus. And he's always there for his people. He's always there to rescue and to heal and to provide salvation. And Jesus says, you guys still don't get it. You are refusing to believe that somebody could be so dependable and show up for you. And the reason is because because you yourselves are not dependable. You don't show up. You always head your bets. Uh, <laughs> you, you, you have trust issues, so to speak, <laughs> you know? And so I think that's what it comes down to. And yeah. that's what we see in verse 22 and 23,
2: right? When the father is describing, oh, you know, my, my son is in this really, really bad condition. And, you know, if you can, you can help him. And Jesus comes back in verse 23 saying, what do you mean if I can? This right. is the New Living Translation. What do you mean if? I have always been able to do this. This power has always been accessible to you. If only you
1: trusted in the proof of this exactly yeah so rather than looking for your salvation or re- looking for healing in other places or in other things just come back to me just keep coming back to me and that's why i feel like the end of the where we where i stopped reading the passage is so powerful and it always moves me to read this story because the father obviously has such great compassion for his son and he goes to jesus and he says i believe but help my unbelief you know cuz i want to believe more i know i'm not dependable enough but let me come back to the father mm, yeah. that's really mm-hmm. powerful so, what kind
0: of people does this passage call us
1: to become? Just looking at
0: this father, you know he he's crying out to God, asking him to help him to be dependable in his belief, yeah, yeah, to stay true, to stay stay the cause because he knows that he's not good enough for that,
1: yeah, and it's so much more than just saying, well, you need to have more faith. And and I think it has to do with always turning to God and trusting that He's the one that provides the salvation. And so we show up for God just as He's always there for us. And then showing up for God doesn't just mean coming to church on Mm. Sunday or always reading my Bible and praying. It's being always dependent on Him first and foremost, Mm. rather than anything else, not hedging Mm. our bets with other gods or idols in place of Him. Mm. So,
0: it's not blind faith that God is looking for. It's not just, just trust me because I say trust me. But trust me because I am trustworthy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Actually, this has really shaped my prayers over the last I think, two years or so. Speaking to the faithfulness of God. Yeah. God, you have been with our fathers for so many generations. You have delivered us time and again. And I know you're going to do it again. Because you are a dependable, trustworthy, true and faithful God. Yeah, Yeah. which is, I think, really powerful for our uh,
2: Christian tradition and background. Perhaps there's a call to recover. How has God shown up in history so dependably? And should not that increase
1: and bolster my confidence that God will show up for me as well? Yeah. So as we go forth today, it's our prayer that We recognize and acknowledge the faithfulness and dependency and truth of who God is and who He's always been, that it might inform and shape our faith. May we find blessing in that today.
2: That's all we have for this week on The Theology Podcast. See you next week.